Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood III, and today we're reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, Ezra chapter 6. And this is the decree of Darius. Remember, we started with King Cyrus, and now his successor is Darius. And, and let's read this and follow along with me. Then King Darius made a decree, and they searched the archives where the documents were stored in Babylon. But it was in Ecbatana, the capital in the province of Media, that a scroll was found on which this was written, a record. In the first year of his reign, King Cyrus issued a decree concerning the house of God at Jerusalem. Let the house be rebuilt the place where sacrifices are offered and burnt offerings are brought, its height shall be 60 cubits and its width 60 cubits, with three courses of hewn stones and one course of timber. Let the cost be paid from the royal treasury. Moreover, let the gold and silver vessels of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple in Jerusalem, and brought to Babylon, be restored and brought back to the temple in Jerusalem, each to its place. You shall put them in the house of God. Now you, Tatani, governor of the province beyond the river, Sheath Bazani, and you, their associates, the envoys in the province beyond the river, keep away. Let the work on this house of God alone. Let the governor of the Jews and the elders of the Jews rebuild this house of God on its site. Moreover, I make a decree regarding what you shall do for these elders of the Jews, for the rebuilding of this house of God. The cost is to be paid to these people in full and without delay from the royal revenue, the tribute of the province beyond the river. Whatever is needed, young bulls, rams, or sheep for burnt offerings to the God of heaven, wheat, salt, wine, or oil, as the priest in Jerusalem require. Let that be given to them day by day without fail, so that they may offer pleasing sacrifices to God, to the God of heaven, and pray for the life of the king and his children. Furthermore, I decree that if anyone alters this edict, a beam shall be pulled out of the house of the perpetrator, who then shall be impaled on it. The house shall be made a dunghill. May the God who has established his name there overthrow any king or people that shall put forth a hand to alter this or to destroy the house of God in Jerusalem. I, Darius, make a decree, let it be done with all diligence. Then, according to the word sent by King Darius, Tatani, the governor of the province beyond the river, Shethar Bozani, and their associates did with all diligence what King Darius had ordered. So the elders of the Jews built and prospered through the prophesying of the prophet Hagi and Zechariah, son of Edo. 
They finished their building by command of the God of Israel and by decree of Cyrus, Darius, and King Artaxes of Persia. And this house was finished on the third day of the month of Adar in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. The people of Israel, the priests and the Levites, and the rest of the returned exiles celebrated the dedication of this house of God with joy. They offered at the dedication of this house of God 100 bulls, 200 rams, 400 lambs, and as a sin offering for all Israel, 12 male goats, according to the number of the tribes of Israel. Then they set the priests in their divisions and the Levites in their courses for the service of God at Jerusalem, as it is written in the book of Moses. On the 14th day of the first month, the returned exiles kept the Passover. For both the priests and the Levites had purified themselves, all of them were clean. So they killed the Passover lamb for all the returned exiles, for their fellow priests and for themselves. It was eaten by the people of Israel who had returned from exile, and also by all who had joined them and separated themselves from the pollutions of the nations of the land to worship the God, the Lord, the God of Israel. With joy, they celebrated the festival of the unleavened bread seven days, for the Lord had made them joyful and had turned the heart of the king of Assyria to them, so that he aided them in the work on the house of God, the God of Israel. So we end and conclude the reading of the sixth chapter of Ezra. I'd like to pose for you now some questions for your reflection. Number one, what did you learn from reading the sixth chapter of Ezra? Number two, what is the significance of a scroll with a decree from Cyrus being found in a province in Media? Three, what does the pronouncement of Darius do to the reconstruction of the temple in Jerusalem? Four, what lessons can the modern-day manager, supervisor, or parent learn from the decree of Darius? Five, what does this story tell you about reparations for wrongs against a people? Let me help you with this. The silver, the gold, and other things that are taken or given to the Jews in Jerusalem to uh, complement the offerings that they will make in Jerusalem uh, are taken from Babylon. Not only are they taken from Babylon, they're taken from the tax revenue in the quote-unquote province beyond the river. The province beyond the river includes Jerusalem, it includes uh, Tyre, Lebanon, all those countries that are on, uh, on that footpath, uh, Gaza and so forth. And finally, other lessons or thoughts from this chapter. Before I move to the prayer, one of the things I want you to think about is 
when you think about the controversies in chapter 7, chapter 8, and so forth, and also Nehemiah, uh, which is a cohort of Ezra, uh, in chapter 6 of the book of Nehemiah, you have adversaries who are very angry at the rebuilding of the temple. And one of the things we see in this chapter, in chapter 6, I think is the root of why they're bitter. They're, they're bitter, one, because they don't like the Jews, but two, they're bitter because the revenue from their taxes, it's not just the taxes in Israel but the, or, or Jerusalem, but it's the taxes of these people. Uh, Darius I is saying, you have got to take from the tax that you think was coming to you, and it's going to be paid in what Nick Hood is calling a reparation to the people in Jerusalem. And finally, what other lessons or thoughts do you have on this chapter? Let us pray. Lord, help me to keep on task, keep me on point and on focus. Sharpen my vision that I might see, sharpen my ears that I might hear, sharpen my taste that I might savor your goodness, filled with your flavor and satisfied with your blessings. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ. God bless and God keep you. Thank you so much for listening to this broadcast.